in the Kalama Sutta. The Buddha visits these people, they're called the Kalamas, they live in Kuru country, and they go to him and they say, well, there's all these different spiritual teachers and all these people espousing a plethora of philosophies, and what are we to believe? They contradict one another. How are we to know what's true? And the Buddha basically says, I'm paraphrasing again, to not go by accounts of what other people say, do not, something's not true simply because of one's pronouncement. But you, you want to investigate this for yourself. You want to see what is kusala, what is a kusala, skillful, unskillful. And uh, Kalamas talk about their uncertainty and doubt. And the Buddha says, of course you are uncertain. When there are reasons for doubt, uncertainty is born. And then he goes on to give examples and to illustrate why one form of behavior would be kusala and another would be akusala. And basically is a it's to be known in one's own experience and the Dhamma is ehipasiko be seen for oneself. The Buddha's teachings were open-handed, so it's not based on what anyone says, even the Buddha. It, the idea is to put it to the test. And, of course, one would need a certain amount of wisdom in order to have particular insights. Uh, the beautiful thing about the Dhamma is that it's lawful. It's the nature of reality. If you're deluded, then, yeah, you're not going to be able to see the truth. But it's training. It's a practice. It's um, methodical. It's systematic. It's verifiable. It's empirical on one level. Uh, before there is really definitely not the science we have today. It was in a time of superstition. It was like 2,600 years ago in a completely different culture. And really the, the Buddha was a scientist, a, a psychologist, in a time where they didn't have instruments to measure these things. It's amazing what he accomplished using just his own personal experience. And the teachings are related through his own personal experience. They are referring to the Dhamma, um, but they're put into a particular form. And there is a cultural connotation around Buddhism, definitely. And it took on the shape of different cultures that it was introduced to. Uh, when Bodhidharma brought it to China, they, they brought in elements of Taoism because it's something that Chinese had already experienced and could understand. And when we went to Japan, it, it got mixed with Shintoism, which was the animistic religion of the time. And, and when it went to uh, Tibet, it got mixed in with Bon. And this is one of the reasons also that I'm really interested in going as close to the root of what 
the Buddha actually said is possible, and then putting it into practice and verifying it for yourself.